Hey, welcome to Genuine Games, a space that encourages you to make physical and mental gains through wellness practices that feel true to you. I'm Meredith, and I'm passionate about all aspects of health. So on the show, you can expect to hear me talk about physical health, mental health, and everything in between, all in hopes of helping you to find yourself, go against society's expectations, and ultimately make your health a priority. Enjoy the show! Hello everyone, I have to start this episode by saying, I am in a strange mental space right now. And you're probably like, great, that's exactly who I want to be telling me about discipline, someone who's in a weird mental space. But let me explain myself. So my weekend has been kind of insane. I went to New York for two days for work. I landed last night. There's a three-hour time difference between New York and Arizona. I don't know what time zone I'm in because I was basically waking up at like 3 a.m. Arizona time for those two days. But then I got home. I wanted to go to bed at like 6 p.m., but I didn't. I stayed awake. Then I realized, oh, that's right. I remember I have to golf in the morning at 6.30. Why did I do that? I don't know. So I thought it would be easy for me to get up this morning and go golf. It was not easy to get up, but I got up. I had my caffeine. It did nothing for me. I went to golf. It was fun. It was good. Got breakfast out of it. So that was great. But then I came home. Actually, no, I had more coffee first and I got gas, which was $60 and I wanted to cry. The gas, not the coffee, but I got the gas. The coffee was also like $6, so that was also very depressing, but I'm used to it at this point. I came back, I took a shower, I self-tanned, I ate food, and I am drinking an energy <laughs> energy drink, if you can't tell by my voice. <laughs> this episode is already a <laughs> mess. <sighs> okay, I had to pause that to take a breath. I am drinking an energy drink because I feel like no amount of caffeine today is doing anything for me. Clearly, it is doing something for me. It's fine. We're gonna have a great episode. I just had to start off by saying that. Not because I'm trying to make any excuses for myself, but I just want to give you a life update and tell you what's going on. And there has just been a lot going on lately. And also... There have been a lot of reasons I have been putting off making an episode about discipline. You might say I haven't been very disciplined in making an episode all about discipline. It's crazy, isn't it? Well, I'm just exposing myself right now. But to be honest with you, the reason why I have struggled so much with making this episode is because... It's a topic that hits very close to home for me. And you might think, well, obviously, this girl has no discipline. She can't even make a discipline episode when she says she's going to make it. But I actually have largely struggled with discipline in the other direction of having maybe too much discipline in some areas of my life that has led me to burnout and exhaustion and subsequently a lack of discipline in those areas. So I know that's a lot to unpack. And I'm going to try to unpack it here if I can get myself under control. But I want to start by just kind of talking through the way that discipline has been portrayed in health and wellness, particularly by social media. And then I want to get into my experience with discipline, as well as some things that I have learned to help me stay disciplined in my health and wellness journey, but also not get burnt out by too much discipline, if that makes sense. I hope it does, because I'm not stopping. 
to go back and repeat myself. However, you can click the 15 second back arrow and do that yourself if you would like. All right. (laughs) I am going crazy right now. This is the most unhinged podcast episode I have ever made. And it's okay. This is genuine. All right. Topic number one, how discipline is typically portrayed in the media in relation to health and wellness. So I want to start by saying that I've had a lot of people reach out to me asking for tips on how to be more disciplined in their health and wellness journey, particularly their fitness journey and things of that nature, which I appreciate that people ask me that. Um, Hopefully you have already seen that I am definitely not perfect in the discipline area, but I think it's interesting because a lot of people think about discipline in relation to health and wellness because I think social media just perpetuates this narrative that we could always be more disciplined and that we are never disciplined enough when it comes to our health. It's honestly, for me, a bit of a toxic environment because I try to be disciplined in my health and wellness, but every time I go on social media, I see someone who's on there basically telling you to get up off the couch, go to the gym, you're not doing enough, you're never going to feel motivated until you take action and get there, and no matter what I've done with my life up to that point, it's always making me feel worse about myself than I did before watching the video or reading the Instagram caption. And I don't know if you see similar content, but... I think in the health and wellness space in particular, there is this toxic narrative about what discipline really means. And it, I guess, kind of goes along with the whole hustle culture idea that I was talking about a few episodes ago as well. Just that thought that we always need to be hustling, we always need to be doing more, and that any time spent doing nothing is time that could be spent doing something more productive and better for us. And I think those narratives have really impacted my mental health in a bad way and have made me more susceptible to burnout, exhaustion, pressure, just feeling like I'm not enough. So I think a lot of the reason people ask me or anyone for tips on discipline is because in the health and wellness space, it's just portrayed that discipline is the number one goal always and that you just always have to be striving for more. Now, I'm not saying that there's no healthy level of discipline. I think obviously in order to receive those mental and physical benefits of any health and wellness practice, you do have to have some level of discipline and you do have to probably do some things when you don't necessarily want to do them and do them consistently for a period of time to feel those benefits and so on and so forth. I do want to briefly touch on, you know, maybe some signs that you could have a little bit more healthy discipline in your life, because I think it's a very common problem. And I don't want to say it like a bad thing. It's like literally so easy to lack discipline in our health and wellness, because health and wellness is very difficult. Things like working out, very difficult. So I am not judging or blaming at all. I am not going to be one of those people on social media who's like, you need to get your life together and do more. But if you are sitting there thinking, well, I'm probably more on the side of not having enough discipline, then 
let me tell you a few things that might be able to help you nail that down and see like, okay, do I really need to work on having more discipline or am I just putting too much pressure on myself and maybe letting the pressures of society and social media get to me? So let me pause and tell you a few things that people who lack discipline typically express. And I want to preface that this is from a LinkedIn article. This is not from my own brain, unfortunately, but I thought it was very insightful. So I will put the link to this in the show notes to give credit where it is due. That energy drink is hitting. Um, Not my energy levels, just my voice. So apologies. Probably not good for a podcast, but here we are. All right, a few signs that you may lack self-discipline are if you don't follow through with things, you don't have a plan or a schedule for things, you often procrastinate, you frequently give in to temptations, you struggle to say no to things, you have trouble staying focused, you frequently make rash decisions, you often find yourself in stressful, difficult situations, you tend to be disorganized and chaotic, or you frequently feel overwhelmed or out of control. Hmm. You know, before I read this, I didn't think that I lacked discipline, but those last couple really hit me. So anyway, if those resonate with you, then yeah, maybe lack of discipline is something you truly struggle with. But I also encourage you to be honest with yourself because I think you know, I like to think that the genuine girls listening to this podcast are high achievers, have goals for themselves, and are very, like, persistent in trying to achieve them. At least that's what I've found in those who have chosen to speak up and uh, share their feelings and thoughts with me. Like, all of you guys are amazing. So, I want you to give yourself enough credit, too. And, Obviously, there's a lot of good that being honest with ourselves can do, but I think it's also good to do some self-reflection and think about like, okay, am I just being too hard on myself or is this whole discipline thing really a real issue? So hopefully some of those little signs, I guess, can help you reflect on that. I'm obviously not one who can tell you if you're disciplined or not, um, but I say that because, again, I'm trying to help you see yourself in a better light and not just give in to what everyone else is saying about you not having enough discipline when you probably have more than you think. Anyway, regardless, in a little bit, I am going to give some tips to help improve your discipline levels if you really are still sitting here thinking, I have zero discipline, Meredith. Just don't even try to make me feel better about myself. Okay. I'll give you tips, but first you have to sit through me talking a little bit about the other side, which is signs that you might be too disciplined. And I say too disciplined. I think I'm the only person I have ever heard use this term because again, online, you're never going to hear people say, oh, you're too disciplined. You need to step back. Like maybe people will say it in the form of like, give yourself grace and take time to relax. But even then, it's like you need to take time to meditate, to journal, to think about your life and all of your past choices and embarrassing moments and also everything you want for the future. And I'm like, that's great and all. But to me, that does not feel like giving myself grace or taking a break. It feels like 
more work, more discipline needed. (laughs) And so I don't really hear people talk about like being too disciplined and what to do about it. Because even when they talk about taking a break and doing things for yourself, it's always still in the realm of self-help and self-development, which you know I love. But sometimes like, I just need to hear, hey, it's okay to sit and stare at a wall for an hour. But no one says that. So I'm going to try and be that person for myself, and hopefully I can be that person for you too. But moving back to being too disciplined. So because I googled this concept and also found absolutely nothing on it, I am going to kind of make up my own signs that you might be too disciplined. Because like I said, when I googled it, rather than finding things that suggest someone has too much discipline, there are just all these articles about like how to tell if a person has great self-discipline. 11 traits that lead disciplined people to success. And it's all very positive, which I appreciate. But I think there is a toxic discipline out there and no one's talking about it. So let me talk about it with you right now. I've already kind of gone through some of my symptoms of too much discipline, but I think honestly, the biggest ones that I can think of that have really affected me have been just constant feelings of pressure to do more or be more no matter how much you are actually physically tangibly achieving. I think another one is extreme exhaustion and burnout. Um, However you want to define that physically, mentally, emotionally, those are all signs that like, you know, you're probably going a little too hard at something. Um, I also think just suddenly dropping off and like exhibiting opposite behaviors where maybe like for example in the health and wellness space you have been super disciplined about working out like six days a week maybe training for a race or something I don't know I'm making this up and then suddenly one day you feel like you just hit a wall and you just go from six days a week to zero days a week and it's like a hundred to zero, basically. That I think frequently happens when we might be a little too disciplined with something. We get burnt out, we get exhausted, and then that leads us to just completely stop the action altogether rather than being able to even find a healthy way to balance it. And I think that's where it gets really dangerous is when that happens because we think that we're doing something so great for ourselves by training six days a week, by working 12 hours a day or whatever it may be, but really we're just self-sabotaging because we're putting ourselves in this position where we don't even have the mental capacity or energy to find healthy ways to cope and to slowly bring down those hours, to slowly bring down the intensity or the number of days we're training. And because we're so burnt out and fatigued and we don't have that capacity to find a healthy way of slowing down, we end up just putting the brakes on and stopping completely. That I think is the worst part because then once you hit that rock bottom of doing nothing, you kind of go into this withdrawal phase, I feel like, because your body got all of this, literally, I don't know, I'm trying to be a scientist right now, but I feel like I hear all of this stuff about 
getting hormones or what's neurotransmitters. That's what they're called. Oh, I am embarrassing myself right now, but you know how you get like serotonin and dopamine from doing certain things. And I think even with being hyper disciplined and working another hour or doing another workout, we're like feeding our brain, these feel good chemicals that make us feel better And so when we go from doing that all the time to getting so exhausted and doing none of it, I feel like our brains are just all of a sudden depleted of these chemicals and we feel absolutely terrible because we're not doing anything that used to bring us that, you know, sense of fulfillment. And yet at the same time, we feel too exhausted to bring any of it back into our life. And that has been where I've been sitting for a long time in many areas. It's like I have gotten so exhausted that I will just stop doing things for a little bit. And I feel absolutely awful. But at the same time, I am way too exhausted to even do the things again in a healthier amount. And it's just this really weird situation to be in. I know I'm harping on this because it's just something I'm realizing has had such an impact on my life and I don't know if I'm the only one, but it just can be really hard. So if anything, even if you haven't experienced that feeling, hopefully this inspires you to not get to that level of burnout that would make you experience it because it is not fun and it can take a really long time to get out of that rock bottom type of moment. So that's a little bit on the being hyper-disciplined, over-disciplined, toxically disciplined side of things, whatever you want to call it. But with all of that said, I have been lucky to find some coping mechanisms with my own personal, I guess, tendency toward having too much discipline. And I've also been able to find ways to bring my discipline back up to healthy levels when I've been in that low valley of having none. So these tips I'm about to give, as I mentioned, will hopefully help you whether you experience too little or too much discipline in your life. So my first tip that I think has really helped me, and I'm not saying I'm perfect with this, clearly I'm not, I'm still learning, but it's to really start paying attention to what your mind is actually saying and not what the outside world is saying that is influencing your mind, but rather that really internal piece of your mind, that intuition, that gut feeling, what is it telling you? This is something I've struggled with so much because like I said, I have let the pressures of people on social media get to me who are saying you need to constantly be doing more, you need to be more disciplined. And that voice in my head created from all of the social media has just very easily overpowered that little quieter but very important voice that is my intuition. And so lately, what I've been trying to do is get really clear on not what that big loud voice is saying, because it's always going to be saying the same thing, but rather what that small, quiet, important voice is saying, because that's the voice I want to listen to when it comes to deciding what to do. And this voice, I mean, I, I try to use it in any decision I'm making, but especially around discipline when it comes to, let's say, working out. 
it's a very simple example, but because we've been doing a little series on physical health and this kind of fits into that, I'll use the workout as an example. So I, you know, I pride myself on working out pretty frequently, but that's been one of the areas in which I've really struggled with being maybe too disciplined because I will get really burnt out from working out too much and then fall into the periods of not really doing much at all. And so lately, in order to try and be more balanced about it, I will, you know, log off my computer after work every day and I will sit with my thoughts for a minute, which, you know, can always be a little dangerous, but I will try to tap in to what that little voice in my mind is telling me that day about how it feels, how my body feels, and whether or not it is smart for me to go work out, and if so, what kind of workout would be the smartest for me to do. I'm all about having a plan and a schedule, and I still try to plan out my weeks, you know, given that I feel okay, but that little check-in after work when I'm supposed to go work out, I have to start doing that because it's the only way that I know for sure, like, okay, I'm really doing this because I feel up to it and not just because that big voice created from all the external pressure is forcing me to go work out. And I've had to really learn like, okay, am I actually so exhausted right now that it would be like not beneficial for me to go exercise? Like, would that actually do more harm than good on my body? Or have I been, you know, stuck at home all day working and just feel kind of like mentally foggy, but physically I could use some movement. I will try to just kind of figure out like, okay, how am I actually feeling? Not just what should I do or not just like, okay, well, when was the last time I worked out? Did I go yesterday? Okay. If I didn't go yesterday, I should go today. Um, I'm more so you know, putting all of those other external factors aside and just looking inward, seeing how I feel. And I think something else that can really help with this, and it's something I'm trying to do in other areas, is just making a log of how I'm feeling. I've been doing this a lot with my health issues that I've been going through. I started making, like in my journal, just a daily log of how I'm feeling each day and trying to kind of track patterns or anything I see or notice. You can also very easily do that with like how you're feeling when it comes to working out and motivation levels and eating healthy and you can kind of track too like if I've been eating healthier does that affect my discipline or my motivation if I've been working out more like how do I typically feel am I more exhausted at the end of the day or do I have more energy and I think taking note of all of that can really be a great way to help you start tapping into your intuition as well, because you can see on paper like, okay, this is what I'm experiencing when I take these behaviors. And if you struggle like me to just trust that whatever your mind is telling you deep down is true, then you have some factual, logical evidence written down that you can rely on if you're ever unsure. That's been really helpful for me. So I would say if you're kind of at the point where you're not really sure like what you should be doing or how disciplined you are or how disciplined you should be. I, it really all goes back to listening to your body, which means listening to that little intuitive voice in your head. Here's the other thing 
that I would recommend you do. Whether you feel like you don't have enough discipline or you have too much discipline, I alluded to this earlier, but I would recommend, this one I'm so bad at listening to, but try to do nothing and do the opposite of what you think you should do to be disciplined. What other people are telling you to do to be disciplined, do the opposite of it. If that means sitting down and staring at a TV or staring at a wall or doing whatever you feel like is not productive, do that and force yourself into that discomfort. For me, it would be discomfort. Maybe for you, it's like, oh, sweet, watch TV, sounds good. Um, But the reason I say that is because I think it's really fascinating to see how you feel after doing an activity like that versus just like powering through and doing more all the time and being hyper productive and listening to all that pressure. I would say take more periods of time to do nothing and see how it makes you feel. And if you really do struggle with lack of discipline, then one more hour spent watching TV or staring at a wall might make you feel worse than you did before. Whereas if you're maybe over-disciplined, then taking an hour to watch TV or stare at the wall, it might feel really uncomfortable while you're doing it because you'll be thinking you should be doing something else. But afterwards, hopefully you'll feel a little bit lighter and a little bit more like, oh, I needed that. And that's a sign that I might've been a little too hardcore on something. So I think that's a really good way to gauge where you're at. And again, listen to your intuition and really understand how you're feeling and what you need. If you're feeling worse and like you just need to do something, then yeah, go work out or go, you know, do whatever it is that you want to do to be disciplined. But if you're feeling a little bit more of a release after it, then maybe that's a sign that you could incorporate more rest into your life. I guess a lot of these tips are to kind of just figure out where your discipline is currently at rather than how to incorporate more discipline into your life. But I think honestly, figuring out where you're at is the biggest thing you can do to create healthy levels of discipline. Because if you don't know yourself and what you actually want, then no amount of action or inaction is really going to give you that healthy level of discipline in your life. When it does come to creating discipline though, as I said, creating a routine, a schedule to stick to, and making sure that your intuition, your mood, your body feeling aligns with that schedule each day can really help to kickstart your discipline. I mean, they always say online that you can make time and if you it's not important to you you'll make an excuse or something I don't even remember what the quote is Um, but you can carve out time if you want to work out four days a week you can find an hour or even 30 minutes in your day to do so and if you do that at the beginning of each week figure out these days I'm gonna go these times these are the workouts I'm gonna do each day and have that as your baseline then you're probably five times more likely to actually follow through with it. But if you lay that out for yourself 
and follow it to a T without even consulting your mind or your body beforehand each day, then you might be putting yourself at risk of burnout because if you don't really feel it that day, then you're forcing yourself to do something and you could have changed that around. You could have maybe switched it to another day or another type of workout that suited your body better that day, but rather you were forcing yourself through things that were not good for you in that moment. And if you do that over a prolonged period of time, then you are setting yourself up to just start resenting everything you're doing to feel burnt out and then to fall into that trap of doing nothing all over again. So really what I'm trying to say here is that discipline is not this one-dimensional concept. It's, yes, a lot of planning, a lot of scheduling, but it's just as much listening to your mind and your body and putting those two together to create a realistic balance that works for you. Because if you do too much, you'll get burnt out. If you don't do enough, you will also perpetuate that cycle because you're going to start feeling more and more overwhelmed and you're going to start feeling worse and worse about yourself and just go down that whole rabbit hole. And I know how that is too. So I know it's much easier said than done, but start writing things down. Start taking time to really tap into how you feel and find that self-compassion through it all. Because yes, I think it's important to you know, hold yourself accountable and to do things when you say you're going to do them, but not at the expense of your mental health, sanity, and how you view yourself. Because I think my over-discipline has caused me to view myself in a more negative light over the years, and I'm trying to reverse that now. If I can help you not have to deal with that as much as I have, then I'd say my job has been done. So hopefully this episode contributes to that. If not, just forget that you ever listened to it. Hopefully, you know, you were at least doing something else interesting while you were listening. Um, But if you did enjoy it, then feel free to leave a rating, a review, whatever you feel. It really helps me out, helps me reach more people, um, as you probably hear every other podcast host say, but it is true. So anything you do helps. I appreciate your support as always, and hopefully you feel a little bit of a weight lifted off of your shoulders. I know I, I I struggle because I get passionate and sometimes it can just sound like I'm telling people what to do, but I was really wanting this episode to not feel like I was pressuring you to do more or too much, but rather just take little steps that can be easily integrated into your daily life to make it easier and to help you achieve that healthy level of discipline that you deserve. So this energy drink is still really doing something to me right now. So I kind of, am just saying words and don't really know what I'm saying. Um, but I'm going to post this, I think, and we're just going to see what happens and not overthink it. That's what we're all about being genuine. So with that, I'm going to end this episode here. Thank you again for listening. Please let me know what other questions you have on discipline. I know this was a very high level episode and not a ton of tangible tips. So if there's more that you want me to dive deeper into, I will, but I thought it was good to kind of start with this baseline. So hope it helps. And I will talk to you guys very soon for another episode. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it and feel so inclined, it would mean the world if you left a rating and a review. 
For more physical and mental health resources to help you get those gains, check out my website at GenuineGains.com and my Instagram and TikTok, both at GenuineGains. Until next time, stay genuine!